0: this journey that we're on food freedom, it's not just about the physical. It never has been about the physical. It's about you submitting to your Lord, letting him bring healing in your life. And then you living out of that place of submission to him. That is freedom in Christ. And that is where your food freedom will come from. It will come from living that life with Christ as the authority. Welcome to the God's Perfect Size show where faith meets fat loss. I'm your host, Kim Jogway, the author of God's Perfect Size and a former food addict turned food freedom coach. Tune in every week to be encouraged and empowered towards your goals for weight loss and victory in Christ. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the God's Perfect Size podcast. I hope you have been following our six part series on wisdom and Proverbs This has been some life-changing information, life-changing teaching, and I don't say that because I taught it. Because the truth is, before I could teach it to you, I had to walk through it with the Father. I had to walk through it. So when I say it's life-changing, I mean the power of the Word of God at work in my life as I studied this, as I lived it, as I am doing it, it has been just transformative. And for me, the biggest impact you're going to say, well, you already lost your weight. So how is this helping you on food freedom? Well, it the enemy shows up all the time to tempt me, number one. So I have to make sure that I stay strong and grounded in the word of God. But it's also been helping me in my business, like having the courage to speak life over my business, having the courage to make new connections in my business. Like it's been really helping me how to outsource and how to um, look at things wisely and say i'm able to do this but i'm not able to do this so i'm going to make this decision all of this came about because i started studying proverbs and making decisions based on these scriptures and so i hope as you're listening to this it's encouraging you to read proverbs for yourself to crack open your bibles or your phone or tablet whatever it is that you read and then you go to proverbs and you get yourself some wisdom because it says that, that God gives wisdom and understanding, and there's so much of it to be found, and it's free y'all, it's free. Like half the stuff that I teach in, my, in, in God's Perfect Size when I'm teaching and doing speaking engagements, all of my foundational teaching comes from scripture, but like half the stuff I wrote in the book of God's Perfect Size is from Proverbs, like it's from the Bible. I just gained so much wisdom from saturating myself in that word of God. So if you have not seen this series, go back and watch it. It's a six part series and it talks about everything from how to make a plan for weight loss to how to fight the enemy, to how to use the rock, the breath of God to, to, to speak truth and life into your situation. It teaches you how to combat the enemy when he comes against you with doubts and lies and how to uproot those lies. Well, today, this is our last lesson in this series. And I saved this one for last because I felt like not only is it such a beautiful, powerful message, but this is where we want to end up. And it talks about uh, the title is God wants to give you full freedom, not just weight loss. Isn't that what you want? You don't just want to lose the weight. You want full freedom. You want freedom to to think differently, freedom to, you know, in your body. But you also want freedom to know that you're loved, freedom to know what step to take next, freedom in walking out the fullness that God has for your life, whether it be in a business, family, goals, like all of that. You want all of it. Don't let the enemy keep one iota of it. You walk in freedom. So that's what today's lesson is about, that God wants to give you full freedom and not just weight loss. And I'm going to read a portion of the book to you today. It's just like a paragraph, but I want to share with you the journey that God had me on. Because when I started, before I get to that, I will share this with you. Before I started this journey, before I even started it, I remember thinking, okay, I'm just going to go on a diet. I want to lose weight. But God said, no, no, no. You're not going on a diet. Have they ever worked for you? No. Did you you diet and exercise? Did it ever stick? No. Why? Because there was a root in me that was broken and that was like a stronghold in my life because of the abuse I had suffered as a kid. I could not, I could not have right thinking around food and I had never asked for healing. So when God brought this to me, it wasn't called God's perfect size. It was just called me with desperation in my closet crying. That's what it was called. Feeling, you know, suicidal. I had a lot of suicidal ideation at that time and it was just me and my Bible saying, God, if you don't save me, I don't think I can do this. I can't take another step. I can't live another day. And I think the biggest, Uh, the concern I had was I had two children at the time and I felt like I was leading them down this road. I felt like I was helpless to give them another example of healthy eating that I would end up passing this on to them and they would struggle the same ways I had struggled. And the enemy kept whispering to me, just end it all, just end it all. And it was only until I said, I can't do this. I need a savior and I would turn to God and I turned to his word and I started letting that word renew my mind. That was the only place where I found peace. It was the only time where I could think a new thought, a different thought, and it was the place where I got a new vision for my life. And in that time, God said, I'm going to give you more than weight loss. I'm gonna give you victory and freedom. I didn't know what that meant at the time. I had no idea. And I just remember thinking, okay, so he's going to give me some more salad. I'm going to eat some salad and it'll be fine. I'll just white knuckle it like I always do. But God didn't even start where I thought he would start. I thought I was going to have to go clean up my food. The first thing God did to me, he didn't he didn't say eat this, eat that. He said, let's deal with the hurt. Let's deal with the hurt. And so I spent like the next month in my closet, crying over the fact that I was abused as a child, that food was used as a punishment, that I couldn't escape the thought of hoarding food or all, or having this obsession around food. I, he dealt with that and then he healed that first. And who knew that that was how that was gonna work? I didn't know God worked from the inside out. I thought he was gonna work from the outside and making me do weight training and all that. And then voila, I'd be there didn't work anything like I thought it would. So he changed that in me. And he started to teach me something valuable about what he was doing. And then everything I thought was the way it should have worked. He said, no, this is what it is. And I'm going to read that to you. I'm going to share that with you briefly. And here's what the book says. This, remember, this is, a book that I, I share with you all so that you can have the support you need and so that you can start to see your journey as successful so that you have like a, a roadmap to it. But your journey is not gonna look exactly like mine, but there are some components that will. And so here's what I want to share with you. It says, um, it took me a while to comprehend that the Lord and I don't always see eye to eye. Imagine that. Nearly every time I approached God, I had a preconceived idea of how I wanted things to go. True to form, I did the same thing when I set out on this weight loss journey onto becoming God's perfect size. With I said, I figured losing weight was a good thing and that God would be pleased with my efforts to grow in self-control. The Lord and I were on the same page when it came to this. Unfortunately, that's where our compatible vision ended. I wanted quick results and God wanted my obedience. I desired to be thin and beautiful and God wanted to give me freedom, body, soul, and spirit. My goal was to see results and He wanted me to see Him. That was me writing in my journey with, on the other side, with knowledge that what we often think we want is not what we need. I thought I wanted weight loss and God said, no, what you really want is freedom. You want freedom. You don't wanna keep, you've already done the weight loss thing. That was the low hanging fruit on the tree. What you need is to be healed from the inside out and then you are able to walk in freedom. And then you can exercise and change the food because now you've been healed and it no longer will control you. And I didn't know I needed that. God gave me everything I never, I, I never knew I needed, but I actually didn't want at the time. And so he interpreted my desperation and what I was really asking for was freedom. Is that what you're really asking for? Are you just looking for a quick fix or are you looking for God to set you free for a lifetime? Are you looking to white knuckle it all of your days to try to keep your weight down and be like a rabbit on a treadmill? Or are you wanting God to set you free so that you enjoy your life, so that you enjoy the food you eat, so that you know when to sit down and eat something and you know when to get up and it becomes a lifestyle and it's an intimate relationship between you and God. This journey that we're on, food freedom, it's not just about the physical. It never has been about the physical. It's about you submitting to your Lord, letting him bring healing in your life, and then you living out of that place of submission to him. That is freedom in Christ. And that is where your food freedom will come from. It will come from living that life with Christ as the authority. So the thing is, God wants all of his children to be stable. He wants us not to be blown and tossed about. Like it says in the book of James, he wants, he doesn't want us to listen to every new fad of teaching. He doesn't want us to look at every new weight loss plan or pill. I believe there's some new pill in Hollywood that's going around, but he wants us to look to him. He doesn't want some outside substance to control us. He wants to help us walk in self-control. That's what he wants. And he wants us to do it by his gentle, loving, kind spirit. Ephesians 4.14 says, this is what you we're going to look like in Christ. We're going to, we're not going to do this and we're going to do truth. It says, then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind or new teaching or diet plan. It doesn't say diet plan. I added that, but it's true. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with their lies and tell us this is going to work or that's going to work. We are, and and that it sounds so clever that we think it's truth. We're going to be able to discern truth. And we're going to be stable in Christ. We're going to not yo-yo diet. We're going to be stable in Christ. That's what we're aiming for. So do you want to stop falling for everything? Do you want to have, do you want to have that stability in, in your life? Then you have to let God be the Lord over your food. You have to let God be the Lord over you. You have to see yourself the way God sees you. And if you're like, well, how does God see me? Well, the truth is Jesus sees you as his own. And that's why Jesus said in Luke 9:23, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow me. That means let's apply it to weight loss or let's apply it to your health. If you want to come after God and you want to follow hard after him, you're going to have to deny yourself. You're going to have to deny all the things that you used to do and how you used to eat and you're gonna deny yourself and you're gonna trust God. You're gonna trust God and you're gonna do it his way. You're gonna take up your cross daily. This is not a one-time deal where you go to God and you say, fix me and then you're fixed and that's it. No, this is a daily cross. You're gonna walk with that thing daily. You're gonna trust God daily and you're gonna trust him to deliver you and you're gonna follow him. That's the only way you can do this daily is if you follow Jesus daily. How do you follow Jesus daily? So glad you asked. You're going to get up and you're going to pray. You're going to pray for yourself. You're going to pray for others. You're going to pray for the plan that God has for you. And you're going to do it when you sit down to every meal, whether you're eating six mini meals or three times a day or two meals and snacks, whatever the configuration looks like for you that God has called you to. You're going to give thanks and you're going to confess that you have the Holy Spirit who's giving you self-control. You're going to pray all the time in every way by faith And I would recommend you pray with some scripture in there because the the scripture is true. God's word is true. We want to be grounded and rooted in his word. So if you're tired of being blown and tossed about, then you're going to have to anchor yourself to Christ. And you're going to have to let him lead you with this. There are no magic pills and there are no magic potions. And here's the thing. Your body belongs to him. It belongs to him. So... The reason you're seeking him for the plan is because it's his body. He loaned it to us. He knit it together. He gave it to us, but it's his. He's the authority over it. So when we bow down, we're bowing down to his authority. Now, I want to share a few things with you. This is the practical portion. I want you to write this down. So Let's think about this together. If you are unsure about what your weight loss plan should look like, I covered this, I believe, in the first week that we talk about the wisdom series. Not the intro, but the first week in the wisdom series. Go back and look at that because you need to make a plan with God. Your plan is unique because you're unique. God loves you. He made you the way he made you. You might be have a propensity to eat this or your body might be deficient in this. And my body might not be. So he might not have me on the same plan. He might want you to eat three times a day. He might want you to do something different. You might be expecting a child. I did all of this while I was expecting. And then after I had my baby, your plan can't look like someone else's. You could end up harming yourself. You do have to use medical soundness when you're changing your eating. So that's why I'm not going to tell you what to eat, but God can. Let him do that with you. So so you're going to set aside time. This is the second thing. Set aside time to pray about the plan and ask God for specifics. When should I eat? How often should I eat? What should I eat? Am I deficient in anything? Am I am I triggered by anything? Can you show me the triggers before I get there so I know to avoid them? Pray about all those things. Next, I want you to take out your Bible. Whatever he says to you, I want you to write it down and I want you to write scripture to go with it. So whatever God teaches you or tells you, I want you to have some foundation. Anytime you feel like you hear something in your head, it has to fact check against scripture. So anytime God tells you to do something, you need to fact check that thing against the Bible. Because we could be hearing all manner of things, but if it lines up with the word of God, then it is truth. So make sure you do that. Romans 12 says, ask, ask God to help you and he will. So you, it doesn't say it exactly like that. I paraphrased it, but the help that you need, ask God for, ask him, he will do it. All right. Next, be praying, be praying specifically, pray exactly exactly and ask God exactly for what you need. Don't pray in general terms. If you need, if you have a function coming up and you know that you drink too much at these functions, pray about that specifically. God, you know that I drink too much at these functions. Please help me. You said I have self-control, so would you make a way of escape for me? I want you to pray specifically about the things that are happening in your life concerning food or whatever other temptations are happening to you. I want you to pray very specific prayers. And now, as you're praying about these things, set time aside to listen to the Father. You have to be listening. If you're doing all the talking, when when is God gonna speak into your situation? Slow it down. A part of this freedom is hearing God, not just praying and asking, but hearing God. Set Set aside time, why can't I say that today? Set aside time to listen to the Father. And here's what i want you to do whatever you hear write it down not just the weight loss plan all the time anytime you hear god talking to you about something specific or he brings up a scripture write it down it is invaluable for your life write it down buy several journals if you have to but make sure you're recording the words of god And if they line up in scripture, then you know you are standing on truth. If you know that God says you have freedom and you say you have freedom, then you have freedom. There's no dispute. There's nothing you have to worry about. It lines up with scripture. If God says you're forgiven when you ask for it, you know that's true. And if you hear in your mind, you're forgiven. You know it's true because you asked for it. So write it down and say, I was forgiven on this date. Write everything down. And the very last thing I'll encourage you to do is When God communicates with you and you've written it down, whether you drew pictures to write it down and capture the moment or whether you wrote it in your journal or you pulled out your phone and just spoke it into your phone and recorded it and then had it transcribed so you could save it in a Google doc, whatever it is you did, make sure you capture it. The very last thing I want you to do is say thank you. Thank you. Turn around and tell God, thank you. He's not a genie in a bottle. He's not a slot machine. He's God, he's your father. What father who gives good gifts doesn't want to hear their children run and hug, throw their arms around him and hug them and say, thank you. My own kids do that. So if you are a child of God, do that. Turn around and tell God, thank you. Thank you for meeting with you. Thank you for giving me new thoughts. Thank you for giving me new understanding. Thank you for setting me free. Thank you for healing me and bringing in new relationships. Thank you even when it hurt and you took away that friend and I blessed them as they went. Thank you that you brought a new friendship and thank you for the time I had when I needed them. Thank him for everything. Make sure you're giving thanks to your father. We're ending this series on Thanksgiving because y'all God is faithful. He's going to move in your life and he's going to set you free. If not, you're already free in Christ. You've got to believe it. Now walk it out and trust God. And make sure you turn around, hug your dad in a heavenly way and say, thank you, Father. Well, I'm so grateful I had this time with you. I'm so grateful we got to do this wisdom series together. I hope your life is changed by it. If you haven't joined our Facebook group already, go over to God's Perfect Size on Facebook and become a part of the group. It's a private group, so fill out the questionnaire. And make some commitments like you're going to follow the community guidelines. There's no cussing or hurting or harming or shaming in the group. That that makes sense. It's a God-driven group. We're doing this for His glory. So we're going to follow those things and then be a part of the group. And then come in and be prayed for and pray for others when you get there. Because as much as we are fed, we want to feed others. I'm so grateful that I had you here today. I will join you in the next episode. I pray that you go back and listen if you need to. And I pray more importantly that you are set free. Thank you for joining me. Until next time, y'all, be blessed.